Partners of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, and my daughter is my co-host today. As we answer your questions about your life and your money, open phones at 888-825-5225. The call is free, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. Starting off this hour is going to be Susan in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Susan. How are you? Great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up in your world? Well... I just started listening about two months ago, and I've really started to try make some changes. And my baby steps have been all over the place, and my investments are heavily weighted into two spots, which I know is not the way I'm supposed to be doing it. So I'm turning 60 this year, and I'm like, holy cow, I'm probably not where I should be, and I need to figure out how to get where I should be. It's a good cool. question, Susan. So where are the two, you said the two main investments, where are they at? Where's your money at? In them? Well, I have a lot of equity in my home because it is getting close to being paid off. Good. Um, yeah. And of course, like I said, that's a baby step out of order. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you more. But, and I have heavily, I have stock in my company. Mm-hmm. Um and it's privately held stock, mm-hmm. but owning a good amount of a, a, a minimal amount of in my company pays me a good bonus every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's great. My stock has more than doubled in the three years I've owned company stock. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's it worth? I, it's worth right now about five hundred nineteen thousand. Cool. What's your home worth? Um, it's probably worth uh, six hundred or a little better. Look at you, millionaire, sixty-year-old. Well done. All right. Yeah. And um, the uh, what other investments have you got? Four hundred one k. I do. How much? It's, um, it's only got in it now with the way the market is right now. It's around one sixty. Good. Good. Okay. What else? Um, my total retirement with some old IRAs that uh-huh. I had that have just been sitting for years, uh-huh. my total, total retirement, including that 160 is about 257. Um, I have, I do have a $30,000 emergency fund. What do you make of your, and I, well, I, I make a good living. I make a little better than 400. Good for you. What do you do? I'm a dentist. Awesome. Oh, now I get the stock. Okay, cool. Can you cash yeah. out of the uh, sum of the company stock? Is it set up um, where you can get I, out of it? At some point, they will have, when they have, you know, they only offer that at certain times. So mm-hmm. um, there's none coming up right now, but I think there will come a time maybe in the next year or so mm-hmm. that I might be able to. Yeah, okay. So here, here's the thing. Um, number one, she's done a great job. Done I was adding up all your numbers, Susan. I was like, there's nothing girl. in here. That's great. There's nothing in here that just like got a stupid arrow over the top of it. I mean, you've done a great job. You, you know, but well, you've identified the the danger zone 
is if some bizarre thing happened and this one company went broke, you would lose one third of your net worth. Yes. And that's that's that scared you when you kind of looked at it that way and thought, now, that that's not the end of the world, but that's why I don't want too much in single stock. Like I talked to a lady years ago, uh, I've used this example on the air many times, Procter & Gamble. She'd been with them 38 years and she had $750,000 in Procter & Gamble stock. Only when she got ready to retire, it went down to 250000 in value. Oh. And so oh. because she had it all in one company, she had, you know, that lack of spread around, that lack of diversification made her vulnerable. And that's the only thing that scares me here. I don't think there's anything to panic about. But if you could get out of like half of this mm-hmm. and still keep your yep. bonuses when the next time comes around, I would just because of safety. Yes. And you that know? would be my plan. If I keep 250000 I do keep that bonus, which Perfect. pays me Perfect. like $3,500 a month. Yeah. Well then, do it. Yeah, that's a great return, and it's worth it's worth some risk, you know. But um, yes. you know, yeah, I'd, I'd get out of that. What do you owe on the house again? I owe probably about one ten. Okay, so pay that off this year. Yes, I do have one other thing. You're gonna probably like fall off your chair because <laughs> I told you I'm turning sixty. Um, I still owe forty five thousand in student loan. Okay, that would but, be you. You would be like a normal dentist. Warning to you, young dentists. Okay, you're, you're talking to a sixty-year-old who still got her student loan debt. So um, I know, but I was I was thirty-nine when I got out of dental school. So yeah. I was old when I got out. Okay, so here's the deal: What do you mm-hmm. want to enter into when you're seventy? I think if I were you, I would want to enter into zero debt, including my house, yeah. and not yeah. so much tied up in the dental practice. Right, and that's it. Do you have a plan for retirement, Susan? Like, a, do you have an age you're shooting for? Yeah, you know, I right now I want to just cut back to three days a week soon, maybe go to two days a week by, like, 65. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do with myself if I wasn't Well, because I was going to say, but you can do, I mean, you, you threw out 70. I don't know why specifically. I'm just but saying I think 10 years from now, you know. But in five years, you could have. Oh, you need to be this. there sooner than that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, need to, you need to get the house paid off and get the student loan paid off as soon as possible. Tw- I plan to do that because I have a condo yeah. that I'm is up for sale right now, and it has a lot of equity in it. Okay. Then that'll knock everything and, out. And then let's get yeah. out of, let's get out of the, let's have a plan to not be in this stock at all when you hit final retirement but not be in it as heavy within a couple of years if you can move out of it does that make sense okay yes that's that makes absolute sense and so then you're sitting on you know you'll be sitting on a million dollars in mutual funds at that point and you're going to be sitting on a million dollars worth or close to a million dollars worth of real estate in four or five years and um and and you've got this fabulous income so yeah you've just done a great job kiddo well done Oh, thank you. I just didn't feel like I'd been doing a very good job at all. Well, it, all you needed was, I, I think all you needed is some of the rough edges polished off. Yeah. So the two debt things all are right. sloppy, and the heavy weight on the stock is scary. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Honored to have you. It's so funny listener. how much is just perspective. Because when you're sitting in it and her, she's like, I'm overwhelmed. I have all these things. And I feel like, oh, gosh, I still have them. And you look at the big picture when you're out of it to be like, well, no, here's the puzzle pieces. And it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So the perspective of money, it's that's what's helpful to always have someone else in your life to kind of speak well, into I mean, it. 
I mean, I, I'm intimidated about my teeth, and she's intimidated about her money. So that's that's kind of normal, you know. <laughs> When's the last time you've been to a Susan, a dentist, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Just the other day. Oh. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs> Selling author, Ramsey Personality. My daughter is my co-host today at Open Phones, 888-825-5225. Every time you hear someone do their debt-free scream on the show, it's because at some point they said, enough, I'm not living like this anymore, I've had it. When you get mad like that, and that's what they did, your life will change. Right now, inflation, stupid credit cards, gas prices, it's killing you. Student loans have been around so long you think it's a pet. And you start to believe you're not in control of your money. Well, you are. You're wrong. You have control of your money. There's a lot you can do. There's some things some things you can't control, but you can control the controllables in any situation, and we can show you how. You can change your future. Financial Peace University, the proven step-by-step plan. Nearly 10 million people have been through this course learning how to get out of debt, become masters at budgeting, building wealth and outrageously generous and you can learn every bit of that and we can show you how to become baby steps millionaires stop letting debt money stress freak out i don't know how to do math whatever your excuse is finally you got to stop and go enough enough i'm tired i work too hard i make too much money to be this broke ramseysolutions.com slash enough and you can start financial peace university right now ramseysolutions.com slash enough we will show you how to fix this all right let's uh look at blinds.com they're our question of the day find out for yourself why they're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings you get free samples free shipping and with the new promos they run every month you'll save even more use the promo code ramsey to get the best possible deal and today's question comes from Jimmy in Kentucky. My wife and I are on baby step three and would love to buy a home, but we're nowhere near able to put down money on a house. We are concerned that the market will continue to increase before we can get a down payment saved up. Can we use my VA loan to take advantage of the 0% payment down payment to get into a house sooner and refinance in three to five years? Mm, Jimmy, I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, VA loans, they're just, it's just not, it's not a great option. I mean, there's so much with the fees, everything that, that, that is in that, uh, it makes it a difficult, it's a difficult mortgage and it's between FHA, VA and conventional, it's the most expensive unless you are disabled. So if much. you're a fully disabled veteran, then they waive a lot of the fees and stuff, but it but is it's not, it's not a good deal for you. And basically what you're doing is you're trying to find a way to game the system. You know, you want to scam the system, and the system isn't broke, and it means delayed pleasure. And, yes, house prices are going to continue to go up. They're not going to continue to go up like they have been. The market has slowed down substantially. Uh, We anticipate real estate prices in the year 2022 to go up about 7%. Next year, 
23, which is when you would be buying a house or 24, they're going to go up four to five percent a year. That is not going to price you out of the market, Jimmy. What will price you out of the market is doing it dumb and moving into something when you're broke and you have no down payment and you're not ready to buy, you're going to get in a problem. You're, you know, the, 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 you know, you're going to create friction here in your life. It's not going to be fun. And you're going to turn. We want you to have a house. We don't want the house to have you. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening so much. We talked about it on the show yesterday with George that, you know, your home, it's such an emotional thing, right? It's like where your family is. It's where you sleep at night. It's where you do your meals. I mean, like it is, it's such an emotional part of your life. And so many people rush into that. So it's, it's an emotional part of your life and it's the most expensive part of your life. It's usually the largest purchase you ever make. And so because of that, it's like people make not wise decisions when it comes to their money with their houses because they just let their emotions get ahead of them, whether it's fear, whether it's longing well, for something. Plus there's all these stupid people that are around you telling you all the time to buy something. You got to buy a house. 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 You can't be a renter. You got to buy a house. Everybody, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're going to get priced out. Okay. Okay. And, and, you know, what is your beautician and economist? The lady doing your nails is not an economist. Oh, my God. You know, so stop listening to these broke people with their craziness uh, because I've heard that for 30 years. Yeah. For 30 years, I've heard I'm going to get priced out of the market. And I can tell you, real estate's considerably more expensive than when I started this show 30 years ago. <laughs> but, but it, you know, and it'll be more expensive 30 years from now when you're still doing the show. So, but the, uh, uh, God willing, the creek don't rise. But, the, you know, oh my gosh. The, uh, uh, th- that's, but there's a lot of outside pressure, family members and everybody else. Oh, you had not bought a house yet? Well, well that- you've been married 26 seconds and you had not bought a house? Oh, my God. And there's all this craziness out there. Well, that, and then on top of all the emotion of just the recent. Yeah. yeah the real cr- estate, I mean, all of it, right? So yeah. it's, 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 I don't know, there's a lot I mean, going on. 2020 was one of the highest increases in house prices in history. Yeah. Of all time. I yeah. mean, in, in modern history. And 29% it went up. Oh, my. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Unprecedented, as they say in the COVID language. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's just crazy. And so uh, it scares the crud out of you. But it's not. It's not. That's not going to be what happens going forward. It's also not going to crash. For those of you yeah. waiting on the prices to go down. Well, let me. But let's talk about this. Because I've been. There's a. There's been so much, I feel like even in the recent probably like week or two about the real estate market, because there's, I read an article this morning, the seven cities where it continues to increase substantially, right? So there was, mm-hmm. so I read that. And then there are places though that they're seeing, you're seeing prices go down. go down. And so the important thing there is to remember that that still buyers, or I'm sorry, sellers, some of them are still in the mindset of, oh, I can make yeah. So much. They're still looking for a sucker so coming when from you, another city. So when you're seeing those prices, I just want to know your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Is it going back to just true home value of what the what the house is really worth mm-hmm. versus the inflated prices? Yeah. And so when when do you know what your house is valued at? Like a true value after all the craziness of it going up so fast. Mm-hmm. Is it that well, you can, can it, you still run comps? The, like, the, do you know the, what I mean? Because it going it, up so fast is a reality. Okay. So the definition of market value for real estate yeah when i was in appraisal class yep a thousand years ago is still in college is still the definition and every real estate test you ever take to get your real estate license is when a willing buyer meets a willing seller and neither are under duress okay webster i'm gonna call you well i mean so here's the deal so you have a buyer (laughs) and a seller and neither one of them are freaking out 
Okay. Okay. The yeah. seller is not motivated by a divorce or a bankruptcy or something else. Okay. Okay. The buyer is not over motivated because the last three houses they put offers in, they didn't get. And so the marketplace is so white hot that the buyer is under duress. And so some of these buyers were paying above market value, yep. but their purchase does not enter into an appraisal. That, uh, that property is not an actual indicator yes. of value okay. Okay. because the, one of the parties was under duress. Yes. You so, can't use a, okay, a foreclosure on your street does not affect the value of your house because one of the parties was under duress. Okay. So that's not a value. So that's how a price. Are you, so how people out there that are wanting to buy or sell, like, well, how do you run comps now? Because I'm like, usually you just run comps. If you, the run house com- run- you run comps and if one of them sticks up and but shows- they all it, are going to stick up, well, right? Not, maybe, maybe. I mean, if, you, if everybody was a white hot buyer in the whole area, then the value probably has gone up. Yeah. Because the marketplace was in duress right, in that sense. Right, right. But if you got some one-offs, like, you know, we, we talked about during the thing, I live in a neighborhood where, uh, like, like almost all the houses that sold in it's a nice neighborhood uh sold recently were california people moving in with california equity and the tennessee people are sitting there going i got (laughs) i got a sucker on the hook here yeah they're gonna way overpay because they can't get a house there's a shortage and so they're gonna they're overpaying substantially yeah overvalue and, and so enough of that happens, then other people get greedy and they're like, well, I didn't really want to sell my house, but if I could sell it for that, I'd sell it. Yeah, 100%. You know, what the heck? And, yeah. and one of the guys I was playing golf with, we talked about that during the streaming thing that we're doing. He goes, I put mine on the market. I put an extra 200,000 bucks on it looking for one of those California sucker fish. I'm going to hook me one. You know, and it didn't sell. Yeah. And he said, I haven't been able to hook one. So the market well, has calmed down. down. Yep. The market yep. has calmed yep. down. And the, the migration from California or New York or wherever into these other uh, markets you know yeah southeastern markets primarily is slowed down yeah but we've had a million plus people displaced from just california and new york yeah just those two states moved out mm-hmm. into other markets and that it adversely affects what is a real value yes yeah, so real value should be based on a calm reasonable wise transaction by both parties Yes. And even that goes up 3 to 5% a year. Yep. Yep. It's good. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Ryan and Ashley are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? How's it going, Dave? We're hot and sweaty. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you guys live? Uh, We're from San Diego, California. Oh, yeah. You're not used to this humidity. Not at all. (laughs) You can cut Tennessee humidity with a knife in August. So, uh, welcome. We're glad to have you guys. Thank you. So, all the way to Nashville from the land of California to do a debt-free scream. How much did you pay off? Um, As of this Monday, we paid off $476,730.53. Way to go! (laughs) Thank you. How long did this take? Four and a half years. All right. 
And what was your range of income during that time? Um, we started at around 250, and then after a couple of salary increases and two recent promotions, we're now at 345,000. Wow, great yes. income! What do y'all do yes. for a living? Uh, we're both in federal law enforcement. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yes. excellent, amazing. Cool. Thank you for that. Way up there, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for federal for doing that. That's amazing. So. 477 San Diego. Was that the house? It was the house. It was the house. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Wow. You're weirdos. We are. Yep. Way to go, weirdos. Thank I love you. it. Congratulations. Man, you're young too. How old are you two? Um, so our birthdays are actually tomorrow, but I'm still 40. And I'm 38. Okay. All right. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Well done. Very well done. All right. Tell us about this journey. What happened? How did you get connected to the Ramsey Way? Yeah. So about six years ago, my mom bought me the book Retire Inspired. Mm -hmm. At that point in my career, I thought, you know, I, I read the first chapter and I just thought, I'm too young for this. It doesn't apply to me. So I put the book in a linen closet for mm -hmm. maybe two years before it was donated to the Goodwill. <laughs> um, That's fast, how that works. Yes. Fast forward to four and a half years ago. Um, our twin boys were just babies. Ryan and I started thinking about, okay, what's the earliest time we can retire and how can we have the type of retirement that we want? Mm -hmm. So he started doing some research and came across the same book. Um, he ordered Retire Inspired, which connected us to you guys. Um, we so basically we sold you two of those books. Yes. Yes. Your mom, yes. Yes. Your mom exactly. one and sold you another yes. one. Okay. So that's, that's the goodwill <laughs> track. I like this. Okay. Yeah. So um, we both started listening to you, and we were hooked. It was hustle and grind after that. We got second jobs. We sold a paid-for truck. We sold anything and everything in the house that we didn't need anymore recycled cans rolled our coins we were you know we would go to the bank sometimes to make seven dollar and fifty cent principal payments and we would go multiple times per week any and every extra dollar we had went toward principal reduction wow yeah way to go so. yeah y'all were focused you were, you were getting yes. <laughs> intense so Into when you started intense. how long did your math tell you it was going to take um i think next this, year yeah or december of this year may have been the soonest we ever thought we could do it but just as we kept the momentum going like we would have daily discussions how can we be more intense what else can we do you know just coming up with ideas all the time we would talk every day about it that sounds um, more like you turned it into a game yeah i mean we're a, just very a type of, a. a game of sacrifice yeah. yes yeah but we were willing to do that, you know, just to be done with it so we can move on and um, do all the things we want to do next. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to have a paid for house in California, specifically yes. San Diego. I mean, yeah, like, it, that's unbelievable, you guys. Yeah, we like to say the math works in California as well. There you yes. go. Oh, I like <laughs> so it. it does yeah. So how much is it? How much is this house worth? Uh, currently, it's approximately $1.1 million. <laughs> so that alone before we get to your retirement makes you a baby step millionaire yes, yes sir, sir. <laughs> and 40 years old you did it yep yes, i love it i love it congratulations you guys thank Thanks. you how does it feel to be completely free i mean i mean for me it hasn't set in yet because it was literally four days ago that we paid off the house it right. was our final payment we got pictures at chase bank and you know, um, it hasn't set in yet. So, cause we haven't had a paycheck yet since. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I think once this first paycheck drops next week, where it's, it's going to be, the grass is going to be greener for yeah. sure. 
Can't wait. Yep. What were those people at Chase Bank doing when you're taking pictures? Uh, well, <coughs> they, they knew us by name. Because like, <laughs> like I said, we were there multiple times per week. So we had like our favorite tellers and all that stuff we would go to. Um, the kids would come along every every time we made a principal payment, get lollipops, all that oh, jazz. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, I think, you know, of course they were encouraging and said congratulations and all that, but I don't think it was a surprise. Yeah, well, and I think they think, here's the weird people. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I figured you would get. Oh, my gosh, because yeah. you are weird. That's awesome. Yep. Yes. It's such a good way. Normal's broke, and you're not. Yep. No, we aren't. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it did take a ton of sacrifice, and there's a lot of people listening right now that have little kids, because I see yours right here in right. the lobby. And they're like, oh, it's, it's not worth it. Like, you know, we just want to enjoy life and we'll be, it's, it's our house, right? Like, oh, it's fine. 30 years. We'll, it, it'll happen. So what do you, what do you say to encourage people that even with, even with a young family that the sacrifice, I'm sure I know is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can, I, I can tell you for, it. for me with the little boys, like at, at least not going out to dinner was easy because when we did try to go out to dinner it was brutal <laughs> it was brutal exactly. we, we'd have i'm not to, thinking that's gonna change we'd have, yeah. to, we'd have to shove our food in you know in 20 yes. minutes we couldn't enjoy our 80 dollar so dinner or whatever yeah. it was so we just flat out stopped going to dinner and our if we did go out to dinner it would be in and out burger you know something real easy yeah right um, well and the kids came along this journey with us they were out there recycling cans with us you know anytime they would pick up extra coins or whatever they'd be like this is for debt free oh. so they were totally on board and they supported us as well like they were you know part of this process too so i just think you know sacrificing now so you can win mm -hmm. for the long term is totally where it's at and we you know the why for us um, was bigger than, you know, not being able to go out to dinner or whatever for this four and a half years. It was worth doing. Yeah. Temporary pain, long-term gain. Yes. Yeah, live like no one else. For sure. So later you can live and give like no right. one else. Yes, sir. Wow. Very cool. Amazing job, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Well done. Well, we're proud of you guys. What do you, uh, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt? Here? Um, I, we think the key is also the hardest part, you know, self-discipline, self-control, perseverance, and contentment. Um, not only did we learn that those were things, you know, needed for financial success, they're also foundational for being just a better person and winning at life. You know, we want to set our kids up to, to win. There are no, not going to be any participation trophies in our house. <laughs> you know, we're going to set them up for success in any way that we can. Mm. So. Well, in law enforcement, you run into people that have none of those things on that list. Correct. <laughs> yeah. No self-control, no discipline, no perseverance, mm. no long-term thinking. Correct. And all, all of that results in you being involved in their lives. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. my goodness. Wow. 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 So $350,000 income, not a payment in the world, a million-dollar-plus house paid for. Right. What's the first big thing you all want to do? Oh man, um, we we really want to try flying somewhere first class. I think is <laughs> what our what we want to do first. That's one of the goals. Yeah. yeah, we'd like to travel first class, take our kids on awesome mm -hmm. adventures, mm -hmm. um, but we also want to give big. Mm -hmm. um, we have our twin boys who um, we had to do IVF to mm. get pregnant with them. Um, so you know that process mm -hmm. is. Um, 
stressful enough. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to take at least the financial stress yeah. away from someone else and to, to pay for someone it. else to have IVF. It's as amazing. Well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, bring the Thank kiddos you. up. We've got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you. You are one. And a co- also a one-year membership to Financial Peace University. You can give that away or go through it. Uh, also a copy of Total Money Makeover for you to give away and help someone. So what are the names and ages of the kiddos? So this is our sweet girl, Haley. She's eight. Mm-hmm. These are our twin boys, Jameson and Jax, and they are five. I love it. So Good-looking family. Thank oh. you. You guys are great. We're so proud of you guys, heroes. Well done. All right, Ryan and Ashley, Haley, Jameson, and Jax, San Diego, paid for $1.2 million house. Everything, four seventy nine dollars paid off. Man, count it down. Let's hear a debt-free screen. Three, Three, two, two one. one. We're done free! <laughs> Haley wins. So Way to go, Haley. Oh, Woo! my gosh. Oh. Yeah! Precious. <laughs> oh, life is good. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, But over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Holly's in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, Holly, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dean and Rachel. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, so my husband and I just got married about a month ago, and we have in total $140,000 in student loan debt. We created this plan that we're really excited about. Um, it is kind of drastic though. And my mom is just really worried that we aren't spending or working too much and we're not spending enough time to really cherish their first year of marriage. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, it kind of made us second guess our plan and feel like we'll regret it one day working too much our first year. So, so yeah. what, what's the plan, Holly? What are, what are the hours? How fast will you pay this off? Kind of like, give me the, give me the rundown. Yeah, so I'm a nurse, and I just quit my regular nursing job and switched to a local travel nursing job, and it quadrupled my pay. So I'm making about 10000 a month after taxes with that. And then I'm also in nurse practitioning school. 
Um, and so that's, I'm in clinical like two days a week, eight hours a day. And then I'm also teaching so that my school's free. Um, so I'll be working around like 70 hours a week. And um, my husband's a physical therapist and he brings in about um, 4,000 a month after taxes. Um, and our plan is to pay off 10,000 a month. So she, my mom's just really scared that we aren't. We're taking on too much too soon. Hmm. I was wondering what you all thought. What do you think, Holly? I feel like we, I feel fine, really. Um, I don't know. I just, and I've talked to some of my friends and they think we're taking on too much too soon. Um, But like, I feel like with nursing right now, like I want to, like this money may not be around next year. So I really want to take advantage of it now. Um, Yeah. So. How old are you? 26. 26. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we could get this paid off in like a year, it maybe like a year and a couple months. And is your husband, is he on board? Would you say you guys together, you said you're oh, both, yeah. you're both like excited about this plan. You both know what's going to take and you yes. both feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holly, yeah. I mean, I think you're fine. Okay. I think you're fine. Yeah. And I think yeah. the emotional tie to your mom I, I, yeah, and I, her I, approval, um, it's big in your life and it would be for it right for most for most adult children who have a good relationship with their parents they want their parents to approve and be happy and proud of what they're doing so i understand a little bit of the hesitation but um but let me tell you marriage is more stressful when you're living paycheck to paycheck and deeply in debt it's yeah. less stressful when you sacrifice for a short period of time and the financial part of your marriage is just cleaned up the debt and you guys have learned to work on the same, be on the same page, work together as a team, do the impossible together. Mm-hmm. It's going to, I, I think it actually strengthens your marriage. If you guys are intentional about the time when you're together, then that's important, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, okay. Let's, let's pretend something. Okay. Let's say you get five months into this and it is having a negative effect on you. Yeah. Quit. Yeah, that's true. I could just do that, yeah. You're not signing up with the military. It's mm-hmm. a job. Right. Nobody said you don't that you have to keep doing it. And so if you mm-hmm. start melting down in your relationship or in your mental health or you're not taking good care of yourself physically, you're not getting enough sleep or something silly like that, quit. Right. And do and do three three twelves and do your school. Mm-hmm. That would be half of what you're talking about, roughly. Right. And how many hours is your husband planning to work? Uh, for, uh, he does like traditional 40. Like. Okay. And he's got the ability to pick up with PT too. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Because um, you're not going to be there. He might as well be working in the emergency room. <laughs> it's yeah. good money. Yeah. You guys have the, mm-hmm. both have the ability to have great side hustles. Right. Okay. Now, again, if it reaches the point that you guys are feeling the strain, but this idea that somehow there's – uh, that you're going to have a weaker marriage because you work together towards a goal with great intensity. No, it'd be quite the opposite. You'll have a stronger marriage. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, think about families in the military where one of them is deployed four months after they're married. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of people out there that that prosper relationally in kind of extreme circumstances. Now, again. I don't want you to, I'll be on your mom's team, your friend's team, and then I, I wouldn't tell you to do something that permanently damages your relationship, okay? 
But yeah. um, some of our richest times are when we were scratching and clawing, hustling, grinding, pushing through, and then we ring the bell together. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, we just paid off. We just paid off our first loan last week. Is my last paycheck. Yeah. So yeah, feels really good. Yeah, but and, at, and Holly, the, too, at the this, point at the point you think you're going to pass out or something, you know, quit. <laughs> yeah, just quit. And Holly, if this was going to be like a five year thing, I'd be like, okay, let's like look how to pace ourselves. Like you know, let's. But if you're talking twelve months, and like a, man, the sprint. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I think the benefits are are and, and again, I don't think that it has to by definition destroy your first year of marriage. That's silly. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 quite the contrary, it could set the tone for we can lock arms and battle anything together because this is what right. we did. This was the, our first order of business out of the gate as soon as we're married is, is attack something together. There, there's a real benefit to that in, in knitting you together for future mountains that you have to climb. Uh, and you will have to climb future mountains. You can count on it. So, uh, right. you know, that that's uh, – but but, it, but the good news is you can try this, and if it starts having an adverse effect, if your mom's fears come true, then you, you know, you just shut her down and take go, go pick up a standard nursing job, 372s, right? Or, th- or 72, three, three, three twelves, 36, yeah. I'm sorry, 36 hours. Yeah, so yeah. Um, th- those, those are everywhere. There's a nursing shortage. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, at the end of the day, I, it sounds like your mom – and you have a good relationship and she's voicing this gently if she begins to violate a boundary at you've got to ha- just remember you're now married she doesn't ultimately have a vote only right. you and your husband have a vote mm-hmm. right and your friends don't have a vote oh, <laughs> right know? And so, uh, and, and, and Holly, th- too, you're going to look weird. Yeah, too. you are that, weird. That's part of our, I mean, a little bit of this plan. And, you know, we were talking, we just had a debt-free scream of a family with three little kids for four and a half years, picked up coins on the side of the road they would find and roll them and take them to the bank. I mean, like, it's kind of extreme stuff because the truth is, yeah, it is extreme. If you want to get out of $140,000 of student loan debt and do it in an intense period of time for a short period of time and attack it, it's going mm-hmm. to look weird to the average 26, 28-year-old who's like, no, I'm going to keep my student loans around and just and I'm going pay out to payments. eat every night. And yeah, I'm and I'm going, going on vacation. I'm going to Cancun and doing all-inclusive. Holly, you got to enjoy your life. Holly, you're, you're just doing too much. Holly. YOLO, you, know what I mean? I, you only live I, once. I, just, I feel that's so much of our generation. And so there is a level of sacrifice that that, that, our, that the culture is not comfortable with because it's not normal. So again, if it, if it starts to wear down, yes, I totally echo what Dave said, right? If it starts to damage you, personally in your marriage all of that yeah yeah i mean that stuff is way more important to to hold true uh than than getting out of debt necessarily so there's a there's a balance there but also you're going people are gonna make fun of you they're gonna look at you like you have a third eye and they're like oh she's a little man holly holly's a little intense so they may say that about you holly (laughs) it's not always a bad thing normal's broke uh, be yeah. weird you know that's like our tried and true just like well i mean you know, embrace this life there's stuff to be had i mean what are you going if you work 40 hours a week and, and you know are you gonna sit and watch netflix i mean this is i mean really i don't you know i'm not saying there's anything wrong with working 40 hours a week but it's not like mandatory for happiness that's that's ridiculous so are mandatory to have good relationships and so on 
So it's good. It's a good. It's a good discussion. The good news is you don't have to choose bad relationships and get out of debt. Um, no, you don't have to do that. If you start having a bad relationship, just cut her back. That puts us out with the Ramsey Show in the books. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com slash debt-free scream. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like The Ken Coleman Show. Are you doing what you were born to do? I'm Ken Coleman, host of The Ken Coleman Show, where I give you practical advice to help you discover your purpose and then map out a plan to get you there. From accounting to advertising, from plumbing to production, you were created to fill a unique role and the world needs what you have to offer. Join me on The Ken Coleman Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.